Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Back here on the Herd, joined now by a special guest. One of the real good guys here at Fox. I mean, they're all good. But I've known TJ Hushmanzada for a few years. He trains NFL prospects in the offseason. He's got a radio show uh, up on game with LeVar Arrington and Plaxico Burris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Looking kind of dapper. Trying to be like y'all. Yeah, right. Uh, I follow <laughs> TJ on Instagram, and I know I saw you coached your son in uh, basketball this weekend. Always fun. Coaching your kids in sports is exciting. That's fun. Reluctantly, that it was. Yeah. That was last minute, yeah. first and last. <laughs> All right, I don't want to go too negative on the outset, but, man, this, this Naeem Hines story uh, with the Buffalo Bills is awful. Um, Sucks. He out for the season, jet skiing accident. He wasn't even driving. Um, I don't know. You, you, we've talked a lot about the running backs and, and what's going to happen. Is this a feeding frenzy where all of a sudden agents are like, hey, hey, Dalvin Cook, let's get him over there. Like, Do you, do you think somebody instantly fills in for Naeem Hines? In Not Buffalo? Dalvin Cook. No. And you know why, right? Yeah, he's going to get paid some No, else. why would Dalvin Cook go to Buffalo oh, his when his brother has <laughs> yes. a posi- has an opportunity to step into a starting position? Yeah. And so I don't think Dalvin Cook would even think about going to Buffalo with his little brother being yeah. there. And, and obviously the money is going to play a factor in it, but he he's not going to step on his brother's toes that way. I, I At least I wouldn't. Kareem Hunt maybe? Very possible. Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Um, there's guys out there that 
if Buffalo, if Buffalo really wants to run the ball and change the way they play offense, you go get one of those. Kareem Hunt has a lot of tread on his tires because he shared time and he can catch the ball. The way they want to play football in Buffalo, I mean, you just don't know what they're going to do with Ken Dorsey, the OC, and Stephon Diggs complaining about not getting uh, looks, even though he's getting more looks than everybody else. You just don't know which course they want to take. Um, I want to go to a wide receiver situation. So Justin Jefferson was asked to name his top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, you're already laughing. Um, he didn't list Kirk Cousins. I thought it was out of bounds. Cowherd is like, Kirk Cousins is not top five. I'm like, it doesn't matter. TJ, Man, when Cow- you were on the Bengals <laughs> catching passes and, and a reporter said, give me your top five quarterbacks in the NFL, is your Bengals quarterback in that list? Well, he's on the list because he would have been top five. Carson, for sure. Right. Yeah, but fair. what I don't understand what Jets was thinking. Like, you got to name your quarterback in the top five, even if you don't. That's just like going out with a bunch of friends and they're like, hey, who you? who's the best looking woman here? And you don't name your wife. <laughs> like, what? Like, you have to name your quarterback in that top five. Kirk Cousins is going to say, oh, it doesn't matter. But deep down, he's probably like, damn, like, really? You yeah. You have to throw him in there. It doesn't matter. You put him one. You know he's not one, but you have to put him in there just because he's the guy that's throwing you yeah. the ball. Um, did, have you watched any of the uh, quarterback documentaries? It's funny, man. I watched a couple episodes, and I was we were just talking about this the other day. I just started watching the other day. I really like Kirk Cousins yeah, now because that's what of this. Everybody's I like Kirk is. Cousins because of the show, and I didn't dislike him. I just didn't know him, and I still don't know him. But it makes me feel like I do from watching. It's like Kirk Cousins is really. A down-to-earth, chill type of dude. This show makes me like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he's like, his stock seems like it's up across the board. Now, what's interesting is, you know, Kirk Cousins may be leaving Minnesota after this season. Um, you think there's a big market for him? I mean, it's a tough tough time to, like, not have a quarterback, but they got a good class coming in with Caleb Williams and company, uh, uh, college kids. You can have a good class coming in. If you're not picking in the top five, does it matter that the yeah. class is good? Minnesota's not going to have that type of record to where the quarterbacks coming in matter to them. Kirk Cousins, will he have a big market? It'll be big enough. He's a starting quarterback in the National Football League. He's a top-half starting quarterback in the National Football League, and so he'll have people that want him. Now, the amount of money that quarterbacks are getting, I'm not paying Kirk Cousins $50 million a year. I'm not doing that. But would I want him as my starter? Um, if I don't have a top-tier quarterback as my starter, absolutely I would want him. So, so you like Kirk, but you don't love him. Would you say, you know, top five quarterbacks in the league, is he on the fringe? Is he no, in there? No. Not even fringe? No, 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 10? no. Probably 14 to 17. Whoa, jeez. 14 to 17? Man, there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the league. Daniel Jones or Kirk Cousins? Oh, come on now. I'm okay. taking Kirk Cousins. Right. Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins? I'm taking Dak. Is that close, though? It is somewhat close. It is. Tua or Kirk Cousins? I'm taking Tua. So you don't like Kirk Cousins that much. You I just like, like him I, on the Netflix I'm a, show. I was a fan of – I've always thought Tua was a good quarterback. I said this last year prior mm. to the season. He would play well, and he was playing very well until – the injuries. I, I like Tua. He's accurate. Every quarterback needs weapons. When a quarterback doesn't have weapons, oh, you got to get him an offensive yeah. line. You got to get him a run game. You got to give him a receiver. And then when you get that, you forget that he needed all of that. Now it's all the quarterback. This football's the ultimate team game. It's 11 on 11. You need everybody doing their job. Mm-hmm. And so, but I'm taking Tua over Kirk because I like his accuracy. 
He's played in big games. He's got to stay healthy. Now, I mentioned that you work out with NFL prospects uh, leading up to the draft, and I will never forget, I think it was a COVID year, that you were working out with some guys, and Zach Wilson happened to be there ahead of the draft, and you raved about his athletic ability, which we've seen flashes of. Um, Didn't quite work out at quarterback. Are you surprised at all or not really? You're never really surprised with the quarterbacks because you just don't know what they're thinking. And when you have failure, some guys can deal with failure and let it go, but let that drive them. And other guys, they just can't. Mm. And so you just, you never know. But he played at BYU. He hadn't played that level of competition. And then you're the unquestioned starter. I don't think you should do that. Make them earn it. And he's really not going to earn it, but you say he's going to earn it. You're going to give it to him, Mm. but make him feel like he has to earn it. But on the bright side, if he is the player that he wants to be, you're going to be behind one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. You better learn. You better learn. Because all these quarterbacks are coming up, they mimic Aaron Rodgers. Everybody that throws the ball now, they mimic Aaron Rodgers. Nobody talks about They mimic him. And and so, learn. Um, You know, Rodgers... Didn't have a great year last year uh, following the two MVPs. And a lot of people are saying, hey, Russell Wilson went to Denver. This learning curve is steep. What's your best guess at how Rodgers does in New York? He's got a questionable offensive line, but good receivers. Uh, He knows the OC, although I don't know about Hackett. Uh, What's your best guess on Rodgers? I think he'll have a tremendous year. I believe he'll have a really, really good year. Um, Garrett Wilson's going to have a great year. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. He's an office coordinator as well. <laughs> I mean, I've talked to guys that played with the Packers last year. Like, literally, they'd be like, they'd call a play, and Aaron Rodgers would be like, okay, I want you to run this. I want you to run this. I want you to run this. This is what we're going to do. Like, in a huddle. Like, this is the play call, but I want you to do this, 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 and this. And is that because of the defense, or he just didn't like the play call? He or? just didn't like the play call. Huh. And so, Hackett knows this. Hackett knows how Aaron is. So, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback and the offensive coordinator. But I... I believe the Jets will win 11, 12 games. Really? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's that good. And the Jets were a fringe playoff team without him. Se- seven and three, I think. All their point. best players are young. Yeah. All their best players. Man, this is – if you watch him do interviews, he's just rejuvenated. He has an energy about him that you, we hadn't seen in a while. I expect the Jets to roll. Wow. Who do you got winning that division? Bills, Jets, Dolphins? I won't even mention the Patriots. That – that's tough, but if I, I I don't know who would win it. You got to see the injuries throughout training camp. But for me, it's going to be the Dolphins or the Jets for sure. I don't think Buffalo will win the division. I think they they've been so good for a while, and they just haven't gotten over the hump. And now you had this Stephon Diggs situation with Josh Allen. They're going to try to force him the ball, and when you try to force him the ball, bad things can happen. Because if he's not getting the ball, he's going to act a fool. He's huh. shown you that. Do you know Diggs at all? I do not. But I interesting. I had when not, we don't get the angle, ball, we don't like that. Like I played with Chad. Chad was one of the hardest working players ever. If Chad didn't get the ball in practice, <laughs> it was a problem. Practice. How did we're how all did like Carson that? Handle that. Oh, Carson's personality is cool. Like we just want the ball because we only get it five, six, a good game, ten times, and so you want to affect the game. That's that bothers guys when you feel like you can do more and you're not. It's interesting because Josh Allen came out and was like, "This is so overblown. This is a it's media not. story." It's not. 
How is it overblown when the coach. you go to minicamp and they send you home? That's not overblown. You guys did this. Yeah, you went to mini camps. Can you ever remember somebody going to camp and then not showing up at practice the next day? Nah, <laughs> unless they're told not to. No. I mean, guys get attitudes. Like, that's, that's just what we do. Like, you get frustrated at times, but go home. You hadn't been there the whole offseason, and the day you come back, it's, nah, get out of here. Like, mm. you're still dwelling on this after all these months? Get out. Oh, it's going to be a problem. Those fans probably a little nervous watching that. Interesting. But Josh Allen, is his personality – is, he can handle this. I will say that he can handle it. Sure. Yeah. It's just a matter. He seems like su- like a nice kid. He is, but he's not a man. he's not a punk. No, no, not at all. But don't you have to be a bit of a punk to deal with a punk? No, you just got to be able to understand personalities and soothe his ego. He can do that. But will you do it to the point where now I'm forcing balls to him that should be going to Gabe Davis? That's the problem now. The game is on the line, and he didn't get as many targets as he wanted against the Bengals. Now I'm going to force this ball to him because I don't want him to be mad. You got to be careful with that. Huh. Interesting. Who was the biggest diva you ever played with? I guess probably Chad. When you say diva, like, I, it's almost well, if somebody's like it's like a, whining because they're not getting that's the not, ball. That's not whining. That's wanting to help. I mean, I could say myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chad was, myself. Like, we all want the ball. Huh. Like, the receivers that have great reputations – Larry Fitzgerald, he wants the ball. But he never he, – he, Yes, he's going to say something when the camera's not on him. Oh, yes, absolutely. Everybody wants the ball because you want to help the team win. Like, that's just what it is. And so I don't call it a diva. I just call it wanting to win. But how, Antonio Brown, we can call him. But he feels like if I'm getting the ball, if I'm getting the ball, we win. And if I'm not, it's probably a problem. It's going to be a nip and tuck game. That's how we think. So when you're working out with these guys in the offseason, can you tell who's going to be one of those I-need-to-get-the-ball guys? Honestly, to a certain degree. But we work out. We train a ton physically. But I try to talk to them about (laughs) the game within the game just so that you don't make the same mistakes that I made and other guys have made. Like, once they start talking about your personality over your production, Mm. that's the beginning of the end. And so I don't want none of these guys that I deal with to have to go through that situation. So we'll train for a while, but we talk a lot about a lot of things outside of the game that pertain to the game. Um, last week we had uh, one, one of these websites put out a list of the top 10 receivers in the league. And it was a pretty solid list, but Debo Samuel was not on the list. And I made the argument to Colin, like, listen, uh, there's a lot of stats. Two years ago, uh, I think he led the uh, led all yards wide receivers in yards from scrimmage, yeah. yards per catch. Uh, I think he broke the most tackles among any wide receivers last year. And, and Colin gave me a lot of pushback. Like, Debo's not top 10. Um, I don't, where are you on a guy like Debo Samuel, who's not a traditional receiver? Debo's a football player. Like, would you say he's a top 10 receiver? No. But he's a top 10 football player in the league. Offensive weapon. Like, he he's not a guy that it's third and eight, one-on-one. You're saying, okay, we don't have to move him in motion. We don't have to put him in a tight split. We can leave him outside, and he's going to go get open. He he may, but he's not doing that like Devontae Adams or Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase type. But he's a hell of, he's a hell of a football player. But the receivers, they're better than they've ever been. They're coming in better than they've ever been. It's so many good players. Um, it, it's tough. When you're outside, like Ayuk, nobody talks about Ayuk can play. He's on the same team as Debo. Yeah. No, he's you very can good. play. Yeah. And, and so Calvin Ridley didn't play last year. He's not a top 10 receiver. He'll be one this year. 
He's that that's good. You, you got bump somebody out. Like he, scary he, Terry McLaurin's in there. Uh, Calvin Ridley is better than a lot of dudes that's in that top ten. Interesting. Who uh, last last one? Who did you work with? Anybody this off season that you, we should take a look at coming into uh, receivers, rookies? Yeah. Oh, it's no question. Michael Wilson, Arizona Cardinals. He don't have a quarterback <laughs> or, as of right now, but you talking about get open? What, what, where at, what round did he go in? Third. Michael, so fantasy sure. flyer or no? Because they don't have a quarterback. I don't know how their quarterback situation is, but anybody that has trained with us this summer and all these quarterbacks that have seen them, they know. Nobody's stopping him one-on-one. Nobody? Wow. Nobody. How did he fall to the third round? Because he didn't. He went to Stanford. Um, he had an undrafted grade in December, just so you know. Undrafted grade. Um, injuries. Didn't oh. play a ton because of injuries. Um, and I'm biased, though. I am biased. I've trained him more than any kid that I've ever trained. Oh. And so, <laughs> well, um, I remember you were early. TJ, again, I'm, I'm one of those sponges. Like, anytime I see you, I'm asking you about guys. Um, and you had told me, keep an eye on, I think Chase Claypool was the guy. Yeah. And he comes in as a rookie with the Steelers, and, like, he didn't do a lot early, and then they started getting him involved. I was like, holy cow. Chase is a guy that he looks as if he, he's covered. Just got to give him a chance. That's Ben Roethlisberger's M.O. Oh, let me give my guy a chance. He may look covered, just storming the ball. He's going to make a play. That's Chase Claypool. And so he needs to be with a quarterback that I'm going to just give you an opportunity and you're going to make the most of it. And he's going to do that. Is Fields, can Fields do that? We'll find out. I mean, he, you need to do this in training camp. That's why Chase Claypool has to get off that physically unable to perform list so that they can develop this mm. in training camp and not during the season. Give him some 50-50 balls, and they're probably 70-30 to 30 when it's Chase. And they got D.J. Moore. Bears are kind of a surprise team, maybe. That division is a, a coin flip. Who, who you got winning the division? <laughs> Go ahead, say it. Don't say Detroit. Packers. Detroit, okay, everybody yeah. likes Detroit, yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, T.J. Hushmanzada, amazing stuff. Uh, listen, this guy's got good. Michael Wilson, huh? Michael Wilson, he's yeah. cold. He nice. All right. I'll Quick, take your word big, for nice. Uh, and he's a great person. Great, good person. That matters a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice 
Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Alex Curry with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Well, TJ led me into that Perfectly. Speaking of Detroit, the Lions are in a very unusual position entering the season with extremely high expectations. The team hasn't reached the playoffs since 2016, but after winning eight of their last 10 games last season, many believe that they're in a great position to win the NFC North in 2023. But head coach Dan Campbell is making sure his team doesn't get caught up in the hype this offseason. Take a listen. The thing that's going to worry you is the hype train. I mean, as with most coaches, you know, this thing is just taking off and it's out of control right now. And and that's fine as long as we stay focused on the job at hand and the work. I just keep going back to that. Uh, we got to put the work in and uh, and earn it. When you see it not uh, uh, not going that way or we, we have some guys that are deviating a little bit or they think they've arrived and they haven't, you call them out on it. And I think as long as we do that as coaches and players, as teammates, we'll be fine. I think that's smart. You have to stay with that underdog mentality if that's what's worked for them in the past. But Jared Goff is a winning quarterback. His career record is 54-45-1. He's been to the Super Bowl. He knows what it takes to get there. And this team, as we saw towards the end of last season, winning eight of their last ten, it's starting to come together. So you ask TJ, who... You, who he thinks is going to win the NFC North, but who do you think is going to finish first? Well, I, I we got Vikings, jump on the Lions. Cousins, Pack- it's weird. I had seen Packers, Lions, Bears. Where I, are we going? I think it's Bet MGM had the most bets and handle on the Lions to win the division. So everybody and their mom is betting the Lions. Yeah. TJ says Lions. Did he sway you? I, I kind of want to say Lions too, but I, it's not going to be the Vikings. They're going to come back a little bit. The defense is bad. I would keep an eye on the Bears as a super deep sleeper. I know okay. nobody thinks it's going to happen, which is when crazy stuff happens. It's always Who you got? the underdogs. I kind of like the Lions story here, yeah. but also Vikings. I, I would say maybe between Lions and Vikings so, here. Uh, also, I also just, like TJ said too, fell in love with Kirk Cousins like through this whole Netflix yeah. quarterback documentary and just seeing how hard he works. Like, it is insane. It's all he thinks about. It's all he cares about. It's it's how do I put the best version of 
myself in football on the field. Um, this is very random. Let's but go. Listening to Dan Campbell, his yeah. voice is like so deep. You and believe husky. him, don't you? Not only that, but this is very random. But Silence of the Lambs was on cable recently, and it's an amazing movie. And he sounds <laughs> like the bad guy in Silence of the Lambs, not the bad guy uh, Hannibal Lecter, okay. who's obviously bad, but he's kind of good. Um, <laughs> The, the real bad guy People at the end with, with Jodie Foster, you know, the Damn shootout I. in the basement. Sorry to spoiler. Um, he sounds like, Dan Campbell really does. We, we need the audios lined up. Ryan, can you make that happen? He's no. just a very, a polarizing presence. You you hear him talk. You, you want to follow him. You want to believe him, yeah. which is a quality of a great leader. Like, as you said, just listening to a mayor, you're like, okay, yeah, whatever you say, I'm in. Like, let's go. And if you don't, he looks like he might choke slam you because oh he's like my six, seven, two, Shay five, Max. No, yeah. but Lions are, they're, they're looking good. Yes. Headed indeed. into this season. Agreed. All right, let's move on to Denver. The Broncos got some encouraging news on running back Javante Williams after suffering a major knee injury in week four last year that could have put his 2023 season in jeopardy. He is not going to start camp on the physically unable to perform list. This puts him on track to play week one against the Raiders. And earlier this month, Williams said he felt like he was ready to go. Now, this is great news for Russell Wilson and new head coach Sean Payton to get his running back back. How much will this actually help them, though, this season after a devastating underperforming last season. Basically, everything about their offense was grotesque yeah. uh, last year, except for him. He was unbelievable. Now, I don't know how he's going to come back off this injury. Probably a slow build, but Definitely. that guy has the look of a top five, six running back in the league. He's so dynamic. Ooh. He's really, really talented. Okay, so you're feeling good about this. I mean, good, but again, it's a massive injury, and it's it like, is. you know, and offensive it- line is good. They spent on the line. Um, I-, I think he's going to be good. It also, after injuries, especially a massive knee injury like that, it, it takes extra time to get yeah. that comfort back and not think about it when yeah, you're going that's... into plays and someone coming at you. It's second nature to be like, <gasps> my knee, or something like that. So it is a positive <laughs> positive news for the Broncos, which yeah. is what they need after last season. Yeah. All right, we're talking about your Jets now because they revealed the throwback uniforms they will be wearing this season. They called the Legacy White Uniforms. And they have a design reminiscent of the team's sack exchange era in the 80s. They'll wear the throwbacks in the national spotlight twice this regular season. Week one against Buffalo and week four against Kansas City. Clean. So they're cool. I mean, not a huge difference with the uh, arm stripes. And I I just love that metallic green. It just looks cool. Do you have one of these? The color of money. No, Jets, go ahead and send me one. Are you going to get one of these? I don't know. It's weird. I'll buy NBA jerseys and wear them. You're a Jersey guy. I'll go to like Vons and I'll be wearing like an NBA jersey. Uh Um, Yes, I I will do that. Uh, But NFL jerseys are different. You know, I would... Get it in frame you it? wear it to the game, but you can't like just go to like a an outdoor music festival and wear like an NFL jersey. Why? Because you're a tank top guy, and these have of sleeves. Of course, that's suns why. out, guns out, Alex. You <laughs> that's know exactly this. why. My cousin has sleeves, and you don't want to wear sleeves. Yeah, this no, is no. a good get frame. It's it's a new era for your Jets team. Certainly. I say you go get Very one. Excited. Now, it, telling you yep. see three defenders there that they're highlighting, and Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Interesting. Uh huh. Where's Garrett Wilson on there? I like C.J. Mosley, but Garrett Wilson needs to be there. I've said enough. Alex with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. 
<laughs> All right, so coming up, it was a big lottery recently. I think a billion dollars, something like that. Uh, and we're going to play a fun game, sports teams I would invest in if I had won the lottery. That's next on The Herd. Thanks for listening to The Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for The Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wednesday on Fox, the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup continues as Alex Morgan and Megan Rapinoe lead the U.S. against the Netherlands. Coverage begins Wednesday at 7 Eastern with kickoff at 9 p.m. Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app. 
All right, best for last year. We're calling this segment Powerballin'. Uh, the latest commander's ownership, obviously, they uh, went for over a billion dollars. And, oh, by the way, there was a billion-dollar lottery ticket sold right here in Los Angeles. So today, I'm going to list my sports franchises I would buy, in addition to the two minority stakes I already own in teams, if I had won that billion-dollar lottery. Alex, are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, so we got the scratch-and-win <laughs> Look at my head just everywhere. All right, we'll start with this one. The New York Jets. It's my money. So I think it's time to invest the greatest team in the NFL and get the classy ownership it deserves. I want an owner's box and an owner's jersey made from Joe Namath's fur coat. Folks, listen. Uh, Jets fans are really not in on Woody Johnson. I know uh, politics aside, he just has not done a good job as an owner. The Brett Favre experiment was a massive failure. Hopefully, Rodgers ends up better. But listen, I've been a Jets fan. I was born in New York, so I've been a Jets fan forever. If I took ownership of the team, I'm just telling you, things would get pretty crazy quickly because you know I, I have an eye for talent. I mean, come on. It's, it's, I don't know how it's that hard to find a GM and a coach. Jets are cycling through them like we're the freaking Cleveland Browns or something. This is getting embarrassing, Woody. So uh, the first team that I would make a play for if I won that billion-dollar lottery the New York football Jets. All right, next up, uh, let's stay in the Northeast. The New York Knicks. How about it? I mean, why not? I can't be worse than James Dolan. A grand total of two titles in 78 years. The last title came in 1973. Oh, my gosh. Some of the stats here. They have not advanced to the conference finals since 2000. Now, the Knicks are on the uptick right now, but Dolan has been just a massive failure as an owner. Nobody likes him, not the fans. Um, you name it, even former coaches have taken veiled shots at, at, at him. Uh, Dolan just is he in over his head. He's just a rich kid born on third base who's doing a bad job with the Knicks. All right, next up, the third franchise I would take ownership of. Yes, we're going to the NHL, the Toronto Maple Leafs. If you squint just right, you could see the Toronto Maple Leafs look a lot like the Chicago Cubs of the NHL. They just don't have a goat to blame it on. Um, I just remember as a young guy playing Sega Genesis hockey. I know some of you out there remember playing this. For whatever reason, I loved being the Maple Leafs. Matt Sundin, uh, Doug Gilmore, just a plucky crew. I had to look this up. This is crazy. They haven't won a Stanley Cup title since 1967. You're in Toronto. Wasn't hockey invented in Canada? I mean, what's, what is happening? Why do the Maple Leafs stink? Why have they been so bad for so long? Toronto Maple Leafs, I'm buying you if I win that lottery. Next up, let's go to MLB. The Oakland Athletics. You're going to move the team to Vegas and re rename them the Cirque du Soul A's. Uh, talk about Moneyball with the A's, huh? This move will be a financial slam dunk for the A's, and I need a piece of the action. I don't know if Alex has seen how few fans are at the stadium. It's like under 10,000 regularly. My uncle is one of the ones that's there. He was there for the reverse boycott that they did oh, uh, yes. last month. And um, the chants were sell the team. Yeah. F the owner. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was, and they are aggressive, very aggressively unhappy yeah, I mean, with the ownership. Going to Vegas. Vegas could thrive. Uh, we'll see. Oh, I um, think any team in Vegas will thrive. Raiders go there. Uh, yeah. Massive boot. The, uh, what's the NHL team? The uh, Golden Knights? Golden Knights. They're, they're they just won fire. Stanley Cup. They did? Yeah. yeah I guess the good. Aces, the WNBA team, WNBA they're team. also like reigning champions. Everything in Vegas is coming up gold. It's great. Oakland A's next up. All right, let's go to a sport I know oh so much about. 
uh, F1. I would buy the Ferrari racing team. Just a little humble foreign racing outfit I plan on turning into a profitable endeavor. First move I do is to change the storied Ferrari logo just to a big black X because it's working so well for Twitter. Um, I, I'm not really an F1 guy. I have one guy that I bring on my podcast like once a year who talks about F1 for like three minutes. We have a couple shockingly uh, F1 fans on staff. I just think Ferraris are cool. But Alex, so many rappers don't say Ferrari. They just say Rari. And so when I'm in the car with my kids, I'm like, oh, Bryce, check out that Rari. And I, no, my son's don't. like, Dad, that is so cringe. No, you don't. Well, they also, I do. I do, did you watch the, I think they had, I don't know if it was Netflix or Apple, but they had Formula One had like a docu, heard about a docuseries. It. Heard it was cool, did not watch it. Drive to Survive. Yeah. It was a big one. Watch it. I think you'll fall in love with Formula One if you watch it. I thought you were going to say fall in love with The Real Housewives of Monaco, which apparently is what they're going to do with the I don't watch show. reality I, TV. I, so I don't I either. Have, I have way, no idea. I'm so people, out of the loop with all that. Oh, this weekend, radio shows around the country were killing me for this Guy Fieri take we had this week. I, I don't I, even remember. It is. The fact that you don't know diners, drive-ins, and dives, like, if you go to restaurants across the country, it, it'll have the sticker, like, he came here... And it's absolutely delicious. Alex, I don't do chain restaurants. It's not I mean, chain. No, it's Red mom, Lobster. I'll make an exception. It's mom and pop for? places. Really? That's the whole point. He finds the gems, the D- local gems of where you need to go in each city and get the delicious food. Fun fact: Since I moved out here to LA, have not been to a diner once. It's not. It's not necessarily I think it's a diner. Diners and dives. Diners These drive. people are coming it's after me online. I'm like, what yeah. are you talking about? It's a popular show, yeah. and you get the insight of like the must-go-to spot. Yeah, I mean, Jamie, it, I heard you say that, and I was like, "Ooh, how do you not know?" People are how really know? angry. All right, let's move on. Uh, the last one I would buy because my kids went to one of these games, the Savannah Bananas baseball yes. team. My kids went to a game this summer, said it was awesome. Been saying it for years. Baseball needs more choreographed dancing between pitches. Plus, no bunting, and if a fan catches a foul ball, it's an out. That's perfect, Alex. Maybe I could hire you to be the manager of the <laughs> next Savannah Bananas. I really want to go to one of their games. It looks so much fun it yeah. looks like such a fun time i mean the umpires get in on it the umpires dance the pitchers dance they have, it's wild i mean it's it's a, it's supposed to be a fun entertaining experience would you rather uh go to a savannah banners baseball game or watch a, a diners drive-ins and dives marathon on whatever channel that silliness is out I, on? i'm gonna go to a savannah there you go I, but i like being out and about i don't like sitting down and like watching a ton of tv if i have yeah twice. no no i'm I not like a binge outside. kind of guy i uh yeah. I don't oh, mind I'll admitting binge. this. Like I'll have like a lazy day, but I want I want to be outside. I want to be seeing like Savannah cool tricks and action. dances and sports. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It, it, no, it's, it's very wild. smart from a business point of view. That's a genius yeah. business move. Um, diners, drive-ins, and dives. That's I, I didn't realize it was that big of a deal. J Mac. Well, it's been on for like decades, Alex. Right? It's I like have, I it's never not watch a new thing. any food program. Food Network, never. But like you know, Guy Fieri with like the crazy spiked bleach tips. Yes. Like that's what Sticky. made him big. Yeah. It's, so it's embarrassing that I don't know that. Yeah, you should know. I'm, I mean, I'm not. You should definitely know. To There's a, a couple foodie. places in Manhattan Beach uh, that have a sticker in the window. Name one. Uh, North End Cafe, not the bar, but it's over in North oh, Manhattan. I have been there. Not yeah. Bad. Hmm. He All went right. there. Well, I also see the producer Ryan just laughing at me. It the is. Whole time it's crazy. Living under a rock. Stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, TV's next here on FS1. Uh, Chris Broussard and company. Nick Wright coming up next here after the herd. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.